This is News Talk 980 CKNW. It is that time on a Sunday morning where we check in with Claire Newell, president of Travel Best Bets. Good morning, Claire. Good morning, Jill. It's sunny out. I'm so happy. I know. It's beautiful. (laughs) It's so nice to see. It really is. And I was actually pulling out a piece of luggage because I actually have four trips in two and a half weeks, which sounds crazy to most people. And it's actually a little crazy for me. But um, one of the things that I was doing was just to double check that I'm, you know, still up on my packing skills. I think I'm pretty good. I'm pretty well practiced. Um, I came across a really cool article uh, that was packing tips from pilots. And there's actually some really good information on it. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. Because if anybody should know how to pack, I would imagine pilots and flight attendants, uh, they would be the experts at it. You bet. They absolutely are. And there's some things that I'll add in that are my own little tips. But one of the things that they do is that they fold, don't roll to save space. I actually use both methods. I lay my bigger pieces flat at the bottom, so say pants or dresses. And even um, I go beyond that and I actually I take clear dry cleaner bags and I put my dresses pants anything that are that are big and I leave them on the hangers just with the paper across the metal metal hangers are nice and thin but they often uh, make a, a crease in your pants or dresses so I end up laying that keeping that little white piece of paper that keeps the crease out I leave everything on the hangers and that way I just pull out this clear dry cleaner bag with everything on it, no creases whatsoever, and I put it in my closet. I just was in Dallas for two nights, and I was with my um, controller, and she said, what the heck are you doing? You don't have to iron anything? I'm like, nope. I thought everyone knew this trick. <laughs> that is that is a good trick, definitely. Lay, lay it flat and ready to, to hang up the minute you get there. Yeah, it works like a charm. And the other thing I do is I do roll some smaller items. I do things like workout gear, uh, maybe some socks and um, undergarments. And that way I just roll them inside some things. So whether that be shoes or little corners or crevices that I find that are open, uh, I am a humongous fan of clear zip top bags. So I use packing cubes for a lot of my gear, but clear zip top bags come in so handy. You can put in all your cords and charges. You can put in small items like jewelry and it just lets you see what's in it, but it also keeps it nice and tight and organized. So I use them from the snack size to the large freezer bags and everything in between, but I, and I even take extra ones as well. So just to stuff the, and maximize the space, you can use those clear zip top bags instead or as well. Um, I know the ladies are going to hate this, Joe, but no more than three pairs of shoes. Pack two, wear one. And that is kind of a golden rule for me. So I found over the years some really neutral pairs of shoes. So depending on where I'm going, depending if it's warm weather or cool weather, a lot of my shoes are very neutral colors, like a nude color. So flip-flops if I'm going somewhere hot, um, and they'll be in like a nude or gold kind of color so that I can wear them with everything. Uh, a pair of dressy that are probably mid-size heels, not that are still easy to walk in. Again, like a nude leather. And then walking or exercise shoes that are comfortable, um, especially if I'm doing a lot of touring. I know it's so hard 
to, to narrow it down, especially if you haven't found those right pairs for yourself. But if you can, three pairs maximum. And I do wrap each shoe in a little plastic bag. I told you I'm a humongous fan of, <laughs> of the, the clear. But it just keeps the dirt from getting on my clean clothes, especially if, I, if I've got light colors in there. Oh, yeah. And I would imagine, too, if you're going somewhere that's cooler or, say, if you need boots, no matter what the temperature is when you leave, wear the boots or wear the bulkiest shoes that you're uh, taking. Absolutely. I always wear my bulky clothes. So even if I'm going somewhere, I was when I was going to Dallas, I was leaving very cold, rainy weather here on Tuesday and going to 28-degree sunny weather. And I did, I, I did wear, like, a long cardigan that I could take off as soon as I got there. Sometimes I'll take a, a puffer jacket. I find that they're so handy. I take them on almost every trip because they roll into nothing. And you can put them in your carry-on luggage, uh, luggage and they're very, very light. And um, We should talk about luggage because <laughs> I think it's very important because 90% of my trips, I do not check any luggage. I take carry-on only. So I use... Um, really good luggage that has not expensive because it just gets beat up but i i look for a hard-sided case that has some expandability that has a good handle and has four wheels i find it just is so much easier to go and maneuver through so you know investing in some luggage is is nice you can maybe put it on your christmas list if you have one that you know needs to be replaced but good luggage is really important and because so often you can only take a personal item depending on where I'm going if I'm touring I'll take a backpack and then just take a small crossbody bag that can be put inside and taken out because if they're only counting one you want to make sure you can step it inside that backpack or um, carry your bag I know a lot of guys take a big briefcase uh, the other thing that I take is you know one of those foldable um, long shot bags you can get, you know, they don't, it doesn't have to be a long shot, but you can get any kind. But they fold up and go in your bag if if you don't necessarily need it on the way, but you need it coming back in case, case you bought a few extra things along the way when you're traveling. Um, I find that that works really, really well. And a big enough one that you can actually put in a purse so that you can consolidate it all down to one. Otherwise, it'll ding you and make you check that second bag. Um, I do rely a lot on multifunctional items. So um, bringing multiples of anything, not necessary. I used to pack, uh, for example, a flashlight. I always, uh, I'm big on safety. And if power goes out in a hotel or wherever I'm staying, I like to have it beside my bed. And these days I don't need to take that anymore because my, cam- my phone it can have, have a flashlight function. My camera, I don't need to take uh, unless I'm going really touring and want to take great, great pictures with a, a good camera, I'll just use my iPhone the camera majority of the time. So it, if you don't need it, don't take it. So do a little bit of homework. Uh, call wherever it is you're staying. Find out if they've got the items that you might need, like a hairdryer. You don't need to schlep that big, heavy thing if you don't need to. Even things like flat irons, girls, you can call ahead if they have them. That's so great. Um, so... It does take a little bit of uh, research and maybe a quick email or phone call, but there's a lot of times you don't need to take the the heavy items or the liquids and gels like toothpaste or um, even shampoo and conditioner. I mean, I like my own shampoo and conditioner, and I use uh, refillable bottles, but there are definitely things that you don't need to take to do that and research your destination. And one of the things that I find, and I know this isn't a packing tip, but I find it 
really necessary these days, especially when I'm going on business trips, like the the up and coming trips I have. I ask, do you have a coffee machine? Do you have a fridge? Um, do you have laundry if I potentially need it? I check the weather at my destination and I find out how close a convenience or grocery store is because I find it really expensive to eat. And I often don't have the time to have this big breakfast at the hotel if they don't do room service, which is a super gouge. I'm sure everyone out there knows that. So if I can walk to a convenience store, I'll go pick up yogurt and maybe orange juice or whatever it is I happen to feel like for breakfast the next morning. It just saves a lot of money and I eat far healthier. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, interesting when you say using the, the multitasking of the phones and stuff, which is great because I think a lot of people do that now. How much battery power do you take then or extra storage? Because then that can weigh you down a bit too. It can. It really can. I take I take two different power packs. I've got one that's about the size of a lipstick that actually goes in my purse with me at all times, and I keep it charged. And then I also travel with one that's a little bit bigger, probably uh, double the thickness of my iPhone, but about the same um, surface size. And it can charge my cell phone up to five times. So it's really handy, and it's not that big. You can go online. You can find a lot on Amazon or Best Buy, and they'll deliver them. But the one that I got from Best Buy was $49. I have, it has come in so handy. I've used it over and over again. It, keeps, uh, it just keeps me juiced up, especially if I'm away on business and I'm going, say, to a trade show or a convention where I'm having breakfast meeting at 8 o'clock, and I literally don't get back to my room until 10 at night. I find I... I'm using my phone so much. I'm using it for maps. Um, I might be using it to, to to make notes on during the conference or or um, speech. So it does drain my battery, and so the having that extra power is really really important. And I think for for safety these days, no matter where you go, no matter even if it's just as we know a two and a half hour flight like Vegas, things can happen. So having a charge on your phone is also a real safety issue. I'm actually giving a speech on, uh, I think, Tuesday of this week, and it's to seniors. And one of the things I say to them, and I know a lot of them don't have cell phones, is these days you should not be traveling unless you have a cell phone, even if you borrow one or you rent one uh, in destination. It is so important from a safety standpoint. But, geez, they're so useful. I was talking to someone who was telling me they were trying to do this charade game to somebody in they were they were in Greece and they needed some some medication and they needed to find a pharmacy that was open. The guy didn't speak English. Nobody around spoke English. It was really late at night. And I said, why didn't you just speak into your phone into Google Translate and then have it say it back in Greek to them? <laughs> I, I always assume everybody knows. Um, but these days, boy, I don't know if I could live without my cell phone. No, it certainly makes life easier. That's for sure. Um, sure does. Let's get to some deals. Okay, I have four for you today. The first one is a getaway to Las Vegas. You know what? They need the they need the tourists. And I know people may not feel comfortable. Others are booking in droves. But this is a deal on December the 3rd. And because of what's happened, you can see that the prices have come way down. Air and three nights hotel leaving December 3rd, 169 The taxes don't change and they're almost the same one. 64, so it works out to $333. That's staying at the Rio, which is a four-star, one block off the strip. But there are choices, say $20 more for the Luxor, uh, so it would be $189 plus the taxes, or say $100 more to stay at Paris, which is still $269 plus hmm. the taxes. It's still a really good deal. Yeah. So the next one is to Los Cabos, Mexico. So 
I love this destination. So easy to get to, four and a half hour flight, and January dates are already on sale. So I always tell people, if you have to chart your year of vacations with your company out in advance, and you're looking for a cheap deal, and you're pretty flexible, book the last week of November, first two weeks of December, or the last three weeks of January, because they always have deals. And again, this this proves it. Lost Cabo's already on sale. It has to be booked by Halloween, so October 31st. But if you can do it, January 6th or 13th, air and seven nights in a four-star beachfront all-inclusive resort, $7.99 already on sale for that price. It's a great buy. Taxes are $4.20. It works out to $12.19 per person. Same goes for Kauai. So uh, it's really popular for uh, Hawaii at this stage of the game, but the Garden Island of Hawaii which is Kauai, in April, between the 4th and 18th of April, I found a deal that includes airfare and seven nights in a beachfront hotel called the Kauai Shores. So this is a good lead-in property. You can always upgrade from it, but it's $8.99, taxes of $2.20. That works out to um, $11.19 per person, including the tax. And then I found a really gorgeous bucket list trip. So it's so funny, Jill. Sometimes um, places... Uh, you know, they, they're really popular. And then you get places like Ireland and Italy and Iceland that kind of take over, which is what, what we've seen that. But Greece has sure taken a comeback. We are seeing so many people book it for next year. And I found a really cool cruise that's a 10-night that starts in Italy, does some ports in Italy, but then does the Greek island. And it's June the 7th already a lot of people booking this one because of the price. It's airfare, the nine-night cruise, a night in Rome before the cruise t- uh, set sail, and it includes your transfers. Check out the places. Rome, Sicily, Mykonos, Ephesus, which is amazing. It's in Turkey. My my whole family loved it. Um, Santorini, Athens, and Naples, and then back to Rome. So it's twenty three forty nine taxes. Seven ninety eight. That works out to thirty one forty seven. Keeping in mind that's your accommodation and meals and entertainment while you're on board the ship. So nine nights of that ten night getaway. All right, that sounds like a great one, uh, Claire. Always good to talk with you, and uh, we'll ch- catch you again next weekend. Okay, talk to you next week. Bye, Jill. Vancouver's news. Vancouver's talk. This is News Talk nine eighty CKNW.